Welcome to the Lumberyard Legends. My name is Butch Himesaw. In this podcast, I'll be highlighting short stories of the true Lumberyard Legends. Some funny, some not. But hey, I'm going to let you decide. So come on, y'all. Let's get started. Welcome back, listener. I'm so glad you're able to join me on our next Lumberyard Legends adventure. Today's episode revolves around a very special person that indirectly shaped who I am today. Joseph Eck. He's the kind of person that always had a mellow attitude and an infectious smile. As you can imagine, the nature of work within the lumber industry doesn't lend itself to producing mellow, smiling guys and gals. But Joe was the exception to that rule. He was a very hard-charging person willing to jump in and help, all the while bringing positive vibes during the day. That is why I always did and still do look up to Joe, even to this day. We all know or have known that type of person in our lives, and they're so valuable when life is being life. I do believe that our story today captures just a brief snapshot on how important positivity actually is. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Ode to Joe, named Joe and the Germans. As I laid out in episode one, I unofficially started my illustrious career in the lumber industry at age nine, doing things like dusting shelves, filling up balloons for kids shopping with their parents, or just being a pest to everyone trying to work. Which, now I think about it, probably be a pretty good future episode. Anywho, I'd say during my first few summers working at Capital Lumber, my days consisted of sweeping, stacking lumber, loading customers, and occasionally riding along on deliveries with the big boys. It was definitely a strong back, weak mind type of job, or at least at that time, that's what I believed. Usually I was on one end of a sheet of sheetrock, helped lug concrete in the back behind houses, or the, uh, the fun running shingles uh, up to the rooftops. Being the oldest I have ever been today, I realized that those jobs took way more critical thinking than most people think. And of course, that's strong back. But riding along to help deliver was hard work. But I always looked, thought of it as a welcomed break during the day. If you haven't had the luxury, no, I say the opportunity to ride along in a rough riding, no air conditioned lumber wagon, you definitely are missing out. During those ride alongs, the conversations were mostly about nothing. But with Joe, I learned so much about that nothing and everything at the same time. He always made sure to prepare you for things in the, on the delivery. Obviously, where we were going, who to talk to on the job site, who not to talk to on the job site. Pretty much professional debriefing on what to expect when we got there. Now, fortunately, Joe had delivered to the customer we were heading to, and he became uncharacteristically serious when it came to the what to watch out for when on the job. As we pulled into the driveway, Joe explained that this customer had two identical German Shepherd dogs. One super friendly, and the other... Well, not so much. And I'd say any delivery driver worth their weight in salt knows that the chances of a dog bite dramatically go down when the owner is present. Luckily for us, the homeowner was behind a detached garage tending some horses and waved when Joe turned the truck around to back up to the open garage. With no dogs anywhere in sight, I chalked Joe's serious warning up to yet another practical joke on the new kid, me. But forgetting all about the canine warning, I started to help Joe loosen the straps and roll them up. 
Just another routine delivery by one of the best in the business, I thought to myself. But then out of the corner of my eye, I caught something moving from around the corner of the house, a good hundred feet away. It was just like in the movies. My sight zoomed in on the fairly large German Shepherd, analyzing every moment and any indicator leading to the friend or foe decision in my brain. Well, in the back of my little pea brain, I still had the feeling Joe was wanting to watch me run away screaming like a little girl running up to the stage at a Justin Bieber concert. But what if he wasn't joking? I didn't want to be remembered as the human chew toy. So giving into the possibility that Joe wasn't joking, I hollered to Joe as he walked out of the garage. Hey, Joe, is that the mean one? Waiting for his response, I noticed again his quick transition from Smiley Joe to Oh Crap Joe. Turning my attention back to the now approaching dog, my doubts to Joe's uh, little practical joke quickly dissolved when German Shepherd number two came running from behind the house on a beeline towards the two of us. The fight or flight instinct kicked in and Joe and I made a break for the garage. Well, in retrospect, running into an enclosed space with Cujo on your heels probably wasn't the smartest thing to do. Joe did make it into the garage way before I did, and he went right to the back of the garage where there was a walk door, and he started frantically pulling on the door with no luck. Then when he spun around and we locked eyes, all I can say is that I hope my eyes didn't scream in fear more than his. Not ever been attacked by a dog before. All I knew is that we were going to make the beast work for his tasty hind-end treat. There was a dually pickup parked in the side of the garage, and Joe and I immediately jumped up on the bumper, like as if the attacker would look under the truck and seeing no feet return back to the house. <laughs> Crazy what a rational mind concocts at times like that. But just as the dogs made their way into the garage doorway, a bright light appeared behind us. Divine intervention? Nope. It was the homeowner entering through the walk door. Joe struggled so frantically moments before to get in. I think that poor lady was as surprised as we were when she came upon some knuckleheads standing on her truck, a very nice one I might add, hands on the hood, rear ends right in her face. Pretty positive there isn't a more embarrassing posture to be caught in by a total stranger, or even much less friends. And instantaneously, both German shepherds stopped their hunt, reversed course, and moseyed back to the house, undoubtedly lay in wait for their next victims. But Joe being Joe, smoothed things over with the homeowner, and they were both smiling and laughing within minutes. Now you may be asking yourself, what teachable moment nuggets can we take away from this near-death experience? <laughs> well, first and foremost, always take things in stride with a big smile, even when you really don't want or need to. I'll say this, Joe modeled that, and I am so grateful he was part of my early years on the job. Second, when trying to escape from life's monsters and you're on the run, don't give up when you pull and nothing happens. Yeah, spoiler alert. That door wasn't locked. It was a push door, not a pull. So, take a deep breath and push on. All right, and with those pearls of wisdom, another episode is in the bag. That's time for my ask, and today it's slightly different than before. Yes, I still appreciate you sharing the show with your friends, family, neighbors, strangers on the street, or anyone you come across. My new ask is this. If you know anyone willing to share their Lumberyard Legends stories with me, 
please send them in my direction. You can call or text the main line at Capital Lumber, or they can email me directly at butch at capitallumber.com. Or you could send a smoke signal, carrier pigeon, so on. But, but seriously, help a brother out trying to preserve the unique and awesome stories about the unique and awesome Lumberyard legend folks. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to bring you more stories of Lumberyard legends. Mm-hmm.